0: Welcome to the Loco Parentis podcast, a fostering and adoption podcast featuring former cared for children and adoptees. Hosted by me, Twana main a former cared for child and adoptee. This week on the Loco Parentis podcast, I've got Dan with me, who is from London, from South London, like myself. Um, South East. I'm from South East as well. I was born in old British hospital. But anyway. anyway. Where were you born? I was actually born. All right. Okay. So you're not really a Londoner. We won't squabble about that because we're here to talk about you being adopted when you were five years old. How did that happen? Um,
1: how did it happen? When I was adopted. Yeah.
0: Because or... when we when I, when when we had a conversation yeah. a few weeks back, and we said, you said I'm adopted, and then I said mm. I'm
1: adopted, but our adoptions are quite different. Different. So yeah. I'm adopted by. So I have my biological mother Um, she's always been there, but i never met my biological dad. Yes. So my mum married when, or met uh, my dad that would later adopt me when I was about one. Yeah. And then eventually they got married and had um, three more kids with two brothers, uh, twin brothers and a sister. Um, and then I was officially adopted when yep. I was five yeah and you remember that adoption I remember yeah like parts of it I remember meeting a woman called Penny yeah and I remember leaning down, so I must have been really sure yeah it must have been that far <laughs> yeah um, and she told me that they're going to try and find my biological dad yeah. to see if he's okay with it yeah and then they can go ahead with the procedure <laughs> the procedure.
2: Proceedings, yeah. <laughs> <The> Proceedings.
1: <laughs> uh, and then, uh, I don't think they found found him. Yeah. And well, they didn't find him. Um, well, that's what I was told at the
2: time. Yeah.
1: I think that's quite unlikely now. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, but they said it's okay to go ahead. And I remember... Who was... Do you know who Penny was? I'm not too sure who Penny was, whether she was like a member of the the court whether she was like a solicitor mm. um, I have no idea yep. uh, I remember she wore a suit so I just she could be, she, be important she could have just been a rat uh, <laughs> <laughs> could have been a dream yes
0: <laughs> I'm not adopted yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I remember sitting at a table and then I remember being asked do you want to be adopted by Ricky yeah um, he's my dad and then I just said, yes. Yeah. I think he bought some sweets. That <laughs> yes. <morning." laughs> uh, and that's kind of all I remember. Like, um, but I think the idea of, I don't think at that age I knew really what uh, adoption was. Mm, yeah. So I remember, I remember that. do you know when you're a kid, like you're told things and then you have like random images for those things. Yeah. And I remember my mum telling me, I can't remember what it was that my dad wasn't my father, so he wasn't the one responsible for my birth. Um, but he's my dad, and at that age, I can't remember how old I was. I just imagined my dad was there during the birth, but the person who was my biological dad was like a doctor in a lab coat who kind of just turned on the machine, which I came out of. Um, and then I only found out what adoption was because I think I uh, must have been about five or six. Um I assume because I was the oldest child, my I made up some logic that every oldest child was adopted. Right, okay. So I went to my friend's house, my friend called Yanis, and he has an older brother called Alexis and um I went up to his mum and <laughs> I was like, Oh, so Alexis has adopted this <laughs> And I think she was quite shocked. Yeah. She was like, No, what are you talking about? And her, uh, hopefully it he wasn't adopted. Yeah. Anymore. And uh, and I said, because I'm adopted. Mm-hmm. So, Alexa Alexis my and And um, she was like, no, you're not adopted. And then asked, I was like, what's going on with this? Mm-hmm. And then I, I think they told me again.
0: Yeah, like, explained yeah. what it
1: actually on. What well, actually well,
0: yeah. yeah. So, your adopted dad is your dad.
1: Yeah, I call him my dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: yes. So, what about your biological
1: dad? So, my biological dad, um, no, I've never met. Mm. Um and then i kind of never, never wanted to. I think I think there's um I think there was a point when I was quite young, maybe eight or nine, mm. when um, my mom and my dad were in like Woolworths or something. And they bumped into my biological grandparents. Yeah. so the parents was my biological parents. Mm and then I think they had a talk and my dad wasn't comfortable with it or my mum wasn't comfortable with it um, and then growing up um we talked about this before but it's kind of maybe like a mix of things whereas for me like the mystery of it was more important than like the knowledge mm. I think it was one of those things where I felt I didn't have like a cat Right. I didn't have like a reference because I didn't know my biological daddy could be I could be anyone. Yeah. Like, so in a way, I felt I was allowed. I was a bit had a bit more freedom, and maybe that's just the way of like of a defence or, I don't know. Mm. Um, and and then as I got older, it's kind of like that job. I don't need 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 mm. him. And then that job's done, and also. How things panned out with my adopted dad like, yeah that was kind of they my mom and dad got divorced when uh we were like, when i was like 11 mm. and then that was kind of a messy thing and and i i ended up living with him at some point but got kicked out when mm. i was a teenager got yeah out with my mom's and and then he did pay maintenance money and he's got another family and right, right. both of them have my mom and dad have their own kind of problems but yeah. I think when it came down to it my mum had, had a bigger sense of responsibility so you're just like Ugh. like you have two kind of dads that kind of didn't do the job so in a way you kind of think uh, do you really need one do you need, you do I need... need... I could, I've got
0: two do I need any of them oh, gosh, yeah right. I've just got a mum the yeah. mum will just do it mom yeah yeah just... so you said because you said before you'd mentioned that you'd at some point have met your biological, yourself have met your biological grandparents. Mm -hmm. What's that
1: like? So I think what happened, I was 17 and I was, I'm not sure if I was living with my mum or my granddad. I think it was since I was 15, I lived with my granddad. Um, Mainly because the place where, we were living, like my mum, after the divorce, my mum got um, evicted and sh- and we lived in a smaller place and I'd share a room with my brothers and it kind of wasn't working and I li- lived with my granddad and um, I think I was over there, over my mum's for dinner and she received a call and it was really strange because I didn't hear what they were saying but for some reason I knew, I hadn't even thought about this for like years, mm. but it was something to do with my biological dad. and. And apparently it was um my biological gran- grandparents had got in touch, they found out where my mum lived and um they wanted to uh, like meet up. Yeah. And it was a bit of a This is when you were seventeen. When I was seventeen. It's like, it's quite old. Yeah. yeah. So then I was kinda of like I had the same feelings, if it was my biological dad, I would have said, no nah, I'm mm. not really interested. Um but I felt a little bit of guilt because it wasn't really their decision that led to not having kind of a like relationship with a grandchild um and, and to to my knowledge, I think it was kind of out of their hands and and I thought, yeah, why not and I think at that kind of time also I wasn't speaking to my uh, adopted dad yeah. and and also we're very like very different and it's kind of like leading up to the point you kind of start thinking. Oh, maybe I'm gonna be they're gonna be more like me. Mm. And uh and you kinda of get excited and kinda of think, oh maybe you have gotta find someone that are different from my adoptive yeah. grandparents, um, who like love karaoke and smoke and swear a lot and um and then I met them and they love karaoke. And <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they they were nice. <laughs> so they probably didn't swear as much, but it was pretty much like I was just like Oh, they're exactly the same mm. like, but not in a in a bad way but, and then also when we first met I went with my mom and um, it was just strange because they're kind of looking at you but not they, they kept they made a few comments and it's it's not something that was like conscious but whenever I said something or laughed they would be like oh your dad laughs like that
2: yeah
1: he does that gesture and then suddenly you feel like they're putting another person's—you've got another person's face on your own face, mm. and your face doesn't belong to you, mm. which I think maybe ties into the bit where I think of it before it's like I didn't have a cap, mm. but now they're trying to do this, and I was just like, oh, it kind of, it kind of freaks you out a little yeah. bit. And then I went to see them on my own, and I had a nice time and nice chat, and they were really interesting. And but then. Also because financially, my family were going through a difficult time and and my brothers and my sister didn't speak to my dad as well and it was kind of like my brothers, my sister, and my mum and my granddad were kind of like tight tight unit. Like, my mum had gone through some hard times and we'd gone through some hard times and it felt a bit like cheating, I think. I had this other kind of family. Mm. I think the last time I was d- driven back home, by my adopted uh no, my by my biological granddad. and he was trying to offer me some money. It wasn't like a lot, but I was just like, I couldn't take it. I was like, no, that's fine. And it kind of turned into a really awkward scene where I was just like, no, I'm definitely not taking it. And then I think just a mixture of that like guilt and I kind of didn't really chat to them again.
2: Mm.
1: I still I um, I still feel a bit bad about it
2: mm.
1: but it was kind of like my other family report. yeah, and they've got other grandkids yeah. and it was just again it's like another division yeah. because I think if you it starts coming up with your dad's family like well adopted dad's family like whenever they have problems and like they're in mentioned stuff like me being adopted and like when my mum and uh, dad had troubles like when they kind of Separated, they like. It was clear that they started treating you different. So again, I didn't want another division. Mm. It's like we have that family, mm. um, and yeah. So, but yeah,
0: that's why I didn't see that. 'Cause Because like the stuff that you like, because that's why I'm kind of interviewing you because you kind of articulated like the complicated, like as adoptive kind of people. Like let's mm. say from like the traditional adoptive sense, where you don't know your biological yeah. family, and then there's that whole thing of like. Is that a weird thing of being adopted? Like I know my biological family. Like I was old enough to know everything. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. I've never had this thing of, yeah, I'd like to trace people and find people. It's like I know these people. I don't need to. But some people, depending on your situation, kind of have this need to find where they're from, which I think is a normal thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, but it's that thing of, I don't know. It's that. It's all the emotions that come with it, and like, you have to set aside. Time yeah. to just deal with people who you don't really know, but kind of like you only are connected because you're biologically related, and it's yeah. that thing of like, yeah, but we're like we're family, we're like we're not really though. We don't have no. any shared experience. We don't have, and it's that thing where I don't know. It's quite difficult to turn around and go, yeah, you can't really pick up where you left off because it's like it's a whole lifetime ago. It's like, yeah, where do you, how do you, how are you meant to do that? So that's it's that weird thing of like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with it. Yeah,
1: it's it's, a lot, it's complicated. I don't think there's like a black uh, like it's not a black and white answer of like who's wrong and who's mm. right. And even how I think about it, it's not um, it's not always like like clear. Mm. So again, there's like the idea of like for me it was a freedom like not having that, but then at the same time like I used to get angry, like the thing that kind of drove me mad. When I was a kid is seeing other kids uh, other like boys especially with mm. their dad mm. especially they looked like as well mm. I was just like oh well, she, right? <laughs> 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 you're a sheep right you know, not a person you yeah he just, just they just made another yeah. yeah and then obviously that is kind of like a defence as well yeah. yeah it's just like so again it's, it's complicated and then and then also it's not like meeting someone like fresh mm. because you've got all this like Feelings and emotions, and also you've had all this time to think about this person, um and to meet them, it's it's. So
0: do you ever meet your dad?
1: No, I've never, no, never, never, never met him. But again, it's like I think that would kind of. I have this feeling if I did, it mm. kind of peg me back. Yeah. A bit like, like as a kid, it's like regressing. I regress enough going to my mum's house. <laughs> um. So, and then also, I think we even with my adopted dad, like there's whole chunks of, of probably a, yeah, I want know like half my life that uh, he hasn't even been involved with. Yeah, pretty much all my like long term had like three long term relationships like, over three years, and I don't think he met any of them. Mm. So it's kind of like I'm used to kind of that like. Um, that side of it so and again and, but it's also it becomes more complicated because I'll probably I think I do have will have half mm. biological half brothers. it's like how do you relate to them mm. and it's just part of you it's just like well, so when you
0: talk about you've got siblings it's just the ones that you grew up with isn't it you don't turn yeah. around and say I've got these are the ones and then I've got these ones
1: yeah no yeah. I don't no, it's just my brothers are uh, my two brothers yeah. and my sister and yeah. my mom. Yeah. But even with my adopted dad, he's re- remarried yeah. and has kids. Yeah. And we don't speak to him and, mm. and then he messaged me being like, Oh, my kid, uh, he's got a sports day, do you want to donate? I'm like, What the <laughs> like, fuck <do you> know? <laughs> It's just like
2: Yeah.
1: And yeah. And my I think my adopted dad just had a bit of a <sighs> I don't know. I think we have a very different view of like kind of life and relationships, mm. and, and he kind of openly told. We was having a conversation. And I don't don't think he means bad, but I remember chatting to him about him having kids together when he's in his fifties, and he's already got like four kids. Yeah, and um, his wife has three kids, mm. and he had a vasectomy and he got it reversed and uh, I was like, why are you doing that? He's like, Oh, you know, it's a good chance to do it right this time. Oh, and I'm just like, Oh mate, it's not a bloody football game, is it? We lost the last one, but <laughs> the next one we'll try. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> so so yeah. And then for me it's, it'd be too much hassle mm. as well. right? it is and and there are times where you kind of have fantasies where you're going through your own problems, especially when you're young and, and you're poor and you're just like, oh, maybe like, yeah. you go and like, there'll be answers and, or, my doctor does have a millionaire or something, Yeah, I might have to fucking stress all the time, but yeah. again, it feels a bit like a cheat, mm. it's like a cheat code, and to be honest, you probably won't get that much out of it. Yeah. Probably in the worst.
0: Yeah. gotta do all that, put all that working for what? Mm. I don't know. Like somebody was saying to me, do you want to meet? Be- I'd, my younger, it's can't be asked to go over it again. Yeah, but um, go Oh, I will. I'm I will on. for you because you don't go know on. it. Okay, so you can I, edit it out. I can edit it out. No, the, the, the listeners love that. this. Um, but for your sake, so yeah, I've got two older brothers, twins, uh, a younger brother as well. But because there was slightly, there was more than four of us at that time. But when we went into care, he, went, my younger brother, went to a different family, and in his family, they, he wasn't allowed to talk about why we went into care and all of this kind of stuff. And then certain things happened, and throughout his whole life, he met our biological mum on a bus with his foster-slash-adopted foster mum, she adopted him sort of after this time, on the bus, and she gave him a pound. And that was, like, a defining moment in my younger brother's life, because he was like, mm. I've, I finally met this woman. She was nice. And she was nice, and so she gave me a pound. This woman is rich. And then we just saw this whole kind of fantasy just around him just going, yeah, she's a great woman, she's got loads of money. She's a princess in Jamaica and you're like, she's not mm-hmm. a princess. She's not in Jamaica, she's in Deptford. But anyway,
2: yeah, this
0: is the thing. But then he found our biological family. He made he basically just knocked on her door one day. Like he worked yeah. out where she lived and knocked on her door. And then we had all of her sort of the extended family, mostly like contact from her sisters, just phoning up and going, I'm your aunt and all this being really emotional. You're like, you're not my aunt. I don't know you. Yeah. I can't deal with your slightly mad. Oh really like full on really powerful emotions for people like finding long lost relatives basically going, We've been thinking about you forever and now you're back in our lives. It's like I'm not actually. Yeah. I
1: can't deal with this. I think wow, it's a tricky thing because I think part of like your initial reaction is just like 'Cause I've had it from my adopted dad's family as well when we're going through hard times and then and things change and they're like, Oh, right like, part of you is just like fuck off. right yeah. like, you just like you haven't been the have effort like and your I think initial anger is just like you don't deserve it. like mm. and I think that's the thing where the guilt comes in with the other uh, with like my mum or my brothers, it's just like you haven't been through that stuff. Mm. So if I want to see that's my decision yeah and you, you
0: what did your family just... think about like with your mum what did she think about your your
1: grandparents kind of again that's another a tricky thing because it's more like it's not just your story like it's not just my story it's kind of her story as well and she had said a comment that about before I even asked because I wasn't even going to ask it's like Oh, I'm not sure I would want you to see your adopted dad. And I didn't even ask. No, your biological dad. Um because for her, again, like I don't know the exact situation and it's one of those things where like I could press her about it and be like, Oh, what the fuck happens? And but again, what difference would it make to me? Not mm. really. And I think the kind of sense that I get is like it was probably like a first love and she was like broken hearted or something like that or I don't know and um but again that seems like nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. It kind of is, but then so I think she was but then I think she seemed to have a good time meeting them and they talked about like when they knew her and um but yeah, so it's one of those things and I think like I've gone through like my first like breakup was like pretty like pretty bad when I was like 18 like my first girlfriend would been together for like three years mm-hmm. and her family was my family and I think that was like one of the defining things growing up just like the first time I was like oh my god like my view of the world kind of turned upside down so I kind of understood later I kind of understood that like and to revisit that as well, like, I don't, yeah, I think it's more to do with her. Mm. So it's one of those things where you kind of got to think, it's not just about you, is it?
2: Mm, yeah. There
1: are elements, obviously, that are very important to you, but all this affects loads of people. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. we were, like, with my younger brother when he did all of that stuff, and basically we had a couple of years of absolute just chaos. And I was in Australia at the moment, and I remember being on the phone to, like, my mum, like, who adopted us, grand You need to, you need to rein this in. You need to get control of this. I'm like, we all understand why he's gone and done it, but he's not, and we would have never stopped him from doing it. It's like yeah. we would have just liked to sort of have known what you are doing. It's like all this stuff just came out of the blue. It's like mm. you can't unite your family like this, and you can't unite people who don't want to be united in that way. Yeah. But just tell, like, we would never have stopped him. But it's like you, have, you can't have people just knocking on your door phoning you up and going, we're related. You're like, mm. mate, you've just broken
1: so many codes here. Yeah, and also I think when you're younger, I don't think you... I think this is the thing I learned mainly from my adopted dad. and this You don't... You don't really understand the process of, like, things and relationships through time. Like, for example, like, when my mum and dad first... Like... Divorced, we see our dad on the weekends, and then we'd only see him on the weekends, so we're not at school and we do fun things. Mm. So, like, that, that's the fun character, and mum's the one that's always telling us to get up and go to school mm. and nag us. And so, therefore, like, you see when you see that person, you don't imagine how they are outside your experience of them and, and the relationship, what they've done to kind of why you're in that situation. Mm. So you don't really, it's hard to emotionally appreciate what's been going on. And I think as you grow up, you realise, oh, wait a minute, like, it might be all fun and games in the moment, but there's certain things that you're not doing that are responsible things, things that take a long time, that are boring, that are not always fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And just stuff like advice. Like, I think I said to my, like, mum, when I was just like, my dad has never given me a word of advice, but... and if he has, it's been bloody like, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust anyone. They can't see their face. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> but, and so it's, it's just those things that you kind of, as a kid, you're like, oh great. Mm. And again, it's, your idea is bigger than the reality yeah. situation, and obviously yeah. a lot more romantic. Mm. But it's the same with my view as, like, the mystery of it. Obviously, there's no, um, it, it didn't, it's, there's not really, like, right cap, and mm. like, it was kind of just a way of think, thinking around it. Yeah. And then it's easier to feel passionate about other things, mm. and, like, feel that you're not, like, locked into saying a certain path.
0: Mm.
1: You could do that if you had a in the time. Yeah, 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 you
0: yeah. yeah, could, doubt. Just don't make excuses for yourself. <laughs> sick of this um that's it really wasn't really a long one no because you've not got all the trauma you see no what i've got you haven't got the
1: baggage no Uh, i've got the easy you've
0: got the easy adoption no you've got the interest you're the first person that i've met actually who's managed to articulate certain things kind of like reunion and just the kind of uh like the conflicted feelings and Mm -hmm. like all the sides possibly and then People appearing at later, like different stages of your life, just mm. going, hey, you're like, no. yeah.
1: yeah, maybe not,
0: maybe might change, might change again, might yeah, you it, never could,
1: know. it could change, and then this kind of like leads to, like chatting to my mom about certain things. But mm. uh, I think again, it's like, and then it might change. It's like oh I have kids. Mm when that process gets go out, go around. because I think partners that I've been with like have asked like don't you wanna know? Like you find out that mm-hmm. again like some people don't even have that luxury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like parents might not be alive. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not a, like a thing that needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's yeah. sometimes uh, how it's viewed. Mm-hmm. Like and there's Definitely. loads of like and there's in literature and film. it's like harry potter is like mm. in dickens like it's always this like mysterious parent that yeah. there, and then you find out like oh you're actually rich or mm. you're actually a wizard mm. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: yeah it's but, always that or just maybe just somebody just didn't want to take responsibility exactly that's the hard part i think yeah. for some
1: people to deal with that for some people they're like i don't know
0: maybe just didn't yeah. want
1: to be involved and i, I think maybe was. that's the. Because I think I'm pretty like strong on that, and like in pretty much anything I kind of do, that's the thing that like riles me and kind of makes me kind of angry, but also makes me be like, oh, hold on, man. this this is not right. Mm. Or, and like wherever it be, like in work or with family, you kind of, and I think like a lot, our family talk quite a lot. Mm. Obviously, there's gonna always gonna be some like visions in your family, and because you're maybe seen as a certain type of person in that family, like sensitive one, mm. moody one, or the angry one. <laughs> but uh, but I think it's good that we talk and we talk about that. And, but then yeah, it's just to be a person that's just like to call something out. Mm. And I think if you're forced to kind of think make up your kind of own own rules and see how things work and then that could be a positive.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe I'll just... No. just thought, yeah, I'm trying to work out which one you own, in the family. I was like,
0: this guy's the money one. Maybe. Maybe not, I don't know. Maybe. 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 Yeah. Maybe not, don't to. You got anything more you want to say? Um, any questions?
1: No, I just think it's good to chat about it. Both mm-hmm. But I think it's one of those things where it's like I think like anything, it's not it's not something that I think about every day.
2: Yeah. It's
1: not mm-hmm. really a like defining feature and it's mm-hmm. nice to chat chat about it and uh it's you start thinking about certain things but yeah, but it's one of those things that I really talk about. Talk about yeah, already.
0: but I'd only known you five minutes yeah. and you revealed
1: it. <laughs> so I revealed it because you revealed
0: it. No, I don't think I revealed it first. Yeah, yeah. I think you revealed it first.
1: No, you said I'm adopted. No, I said
0: you. I said it after you said yeah. I was adopted because really? you said it to somebody I'm adopted. Yeah. No, no. I think I replied
1: to you. No, I wouldn't have said you it says. first.
0: No, I wouldn't have said it first.
1: Don't. I don't.
0: I don't ever shout right. Really? Yeah,
1: it's really weird. I someone only said that. What? I don't really. Someone else must have said something then.
0: I think somebody did, and then you went. Um, you said, I, don't, "I can't remember." We often talk about families or something. Yeah. And you said, "I'm, I'm, I'm adopted." And then I went, "I'm adopted," because I don't. Even though I say I don't really talk about it, I do talk about it quite. I have done in the last few years. I've talked about
1: it. Because talked about it. Very <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No. But. But yeah, I don't
1: really talk about it that much. Yeah. Because um, it's just. It also. It's like. Yes. Like,
0: How do you tell people that you're adopted? It's like I always find it really weird because my mum's white as well, so it's just like it's just it's just complicated, so yeah. I don't
1: really talk about it. But I think the thing with me is because I've got I've changed my name since I'm adopted, so
0: yeah.
1: When I was born, mm. my name wasn't what it my is, surname, yeah, which is a long Italian, yeah. Name. And then everyone's like, I think that's the thing where everyone's like, oh, it's Italian name, what mm. do you find it Yeah, and then you don't like. Just say, like, oh, yeah. It's a long way back. Mm, that's what you said to me because I asked. Yeah, yeah. It's a long way back, and, and, and it is. And, and to be honest, me and my brothers are exactly the same. Yeah. I think some my mum was like quite got, lost. Got it. all the strong genes. Got the yeah, strong genes. yeah. Um, so we look like her. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's the only thing. That if people kind of ask, like, right, get into detail about it, but it's it's one of those things you don't want to lie to people.
2: Mm.
1: and then sometimes you just don't really want to go into that
2: yeah. history of
0: yeah because mm. people want to ask want to find out and always want to go so
1: yeah. you're like yes yeah. So. Yeah. and also it's like when they say oh that's a great name mm. you think yeah I've got it since I five I've got it since I was five yeah.
0: yeah I've got a bag of sweets and
1: it's a great name yeah, yeah. it's just like if line of that get fucked That's so
0: sweet. I think we can leave it there. Thank you very much, Dan. You've been a star. Thanks for listening to the Loco Parentis podcast. I've been Twana May. See you soon.